everyone. Welcome to the second episode of my 2018 Halloween series, diving into how Disney parks overseas celebrate Halloween and how that fits into the culture there. This week we'll be going to China, home of Shanghai Disney. The Hong Kong Disney Park will be getting its own episode for a few reasons. Firstly, it isn't technically part of China. Secondly, there appear to be some differences. And thirdly, you know I try to keep my episodes under 15 minutes. So let's get going. Once again, Halloween is a very Western and particularly American tradition. Due to the influence the United States has had in China, it isn't totally uncommon to see it celebrated in bigger city areas. But it isn't intensely woven into the fabric of their culture. However, there is a holiday we may find to be similar to other familiar traditions. If you caught my first episode about Paris, I spent a good bit of time on drawing connections between the Day of the Dead and All Saints Day, which is recognized in Paris and in many parts of Europe. In this part of the world, they have their own ancestor worship observances, and I will be covering the Ghost Festival or the Hungry Ghost Festival. This is observed in some form in many countries besides China, like Vietnam, Taiwan, Korea, Japan, Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, Cambodia, Laos, Sri Lanka, Thailand, and by Buddhists, Taoists, and of course those who follow Chinese folk religion. In the lunar calendar, the seventh month is the ghost month, and the fifteenth day of that month is the ghost day. At this time, the underworld opens, and one's ancestors walk the earth with their living family members. People burn incense, light lanterns, leave food at altars, burn joss paper, etc. Essentially, making sacrifices. Joss paper are often called ghost money and used to craft different shapes like homes or clothes, or even things like TVs or cell phones. They are also used for something called hell banknotes, which are usable by their ancestors in the afterlife and often have very large denominations. The origins of this holiday lie in a Buddhist legend where, and I could not find a pronunciation for this, Maginlin, learning that his mother is starving in the underworld, seeks to relieve her torment. He traveled to offer her food, but it burst into flames before she could eat it. He went to the Buddha for advice, who told him to find ten monks to fast and pray with him on the fifteenth day of the seventh moon. To explain the name, Hungry Ghost, I'm going to dive a little deeper. It is believed that all people become ghosts, but much like other beliefs, these ghosts can become weaker over time and die again. And while you can become a hungry ghost as the result of living a bad life, it can also happen because a family does not follow the traditions to venerate their ancestors. Or an entire family is killed at the same time, which is quite a bit rare. This is not the only observance regarding the deceased, but it is the only one I will be covering in this episode. And as you may have guessed, I didn't cover it very thoroughly, but I hope it encourages you to do some research of your own. Of course, you can find some people celebrating the Western Halloween, as well as those who want to get the most out of the gimmick, be that in schools with American teachers, or expats and tourists at bars and restaurants, or at theme parks like Shanghai Disney. Shanghai Disney is still so new, having opened only a couple of years ago on June 16th, 2016, with the biggest castle ever, called the Enchanted Storybook Castle, dedicated to all the Disney princesses. It took seven years to negotiate, plan, and build. And because it is so new, I'll give you the names of the lands. Mickey Avenue, Gardens of Imagination, 
Fantasyland, Treasure Cove, Adventure Isle, Tomorrowland, and Toy Story Land. Now, Shanghai Disney does not appear to have a separated ticketed event for this, but things happen all month long from October 1st to November 4th. They have a small trick-or-treat trail or trail of treats. You can go to six shops which are distinctly decorated with photo opportunities with characters at each one, and of course, candy. On select nights in Disney Town, which is like their Downtown Disney or Disney Springs, there will be a trick-or-treat parade where kids 16 and under can go door-to-door -to, -door to collect candy from different locations, like the World of Disney Store and the Walt Disney Grand Theater. It happens essentially every weekend of the month, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but from Tuesday through Sunday on the week of Halloween. Also in Disney Town, on the same dates as the trick-or-treating, is a frightfully fun dance party with special lighting, dancers, a DJ, as well as special food and face painting. There is a special parade in the park, Mickey's Halloween Treat Cavalcade featuring Disney villains. The parade opens with the classic characters in Halloween costumes. Mickey and Minnie are on their own float. Uh, they use the song Friends on the Other Side from The Princess and the Frog. Dr. Facilier is on his own float and is followed by Maleficent, Hades, and the Queen of Hearts. At the end, there is a float with Duffy, Shelley May, Gelatoni, and Stella Lou. Characters rarely seen at the stateside parks. Gelatoni is my favorite, though I'm not entirely sure I'm pronouncing the name right. <laughs> These characters will point out some costume guests to join them in the parade. Dr. Facilier, Maleficent, and the Queen of Hearts are face characters, but Hades isn't. It's actually a little scary. Um, I, it's also strange to me that the Queen of Hearts is a face character. Usually because they want to illustrate the big head, they end up in a big costume. Over at Treasure Cove, between 7 and 8 p.m., you can find cursed pirates wandering about and a pretty cool stunt show. Treasure Cove is where the amazing Pirates of the Caribbean battle for the sunken treasure ride is. I won't go on because spoilers and also because it could be its own show. But here you can find Treasure Cove Ghost Pirates, A Trial of Darkness, a stunt show starring Captain Jack Sparrow, of course. I checked it out online and it seems pretty silly and fun. Of course, it is not in English. I'm not entirely sure what was happening. <laughs> now it seems they have a regular stunt show not related to the Halloween celebrations, but it is different than this one. Lastly, there is the This Is Halloween Dance Party from 8 to 10 p.m. over at Tomorrowland Pepsi East Age, with a live DJ, appearances from Jack and Sally from The Nightmare Before Christmas, as well as additional variety acts, which is the pretty standard Disney formula. This includes a magic show, dance performances, and even bringing guests up on stage to participate. There are Halloween-themed treats throughout the park. You can find a crispy pork burger at the Stargazer Grill with a black bun, and of course, tons of sweets like pumpkin sundaes, cupcakes, and parfaits. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Keep an eye out for the rest of the month for episodes on Hong Kong and Tokyo Disney Parks, as well as a very special history episode about the Skeleton Dance Silly Symphony cartoon. You can find the Main Street Telegraph on Facebook or at the website MainStreetTelegraph.com, where you can find more episodes as well as blog posts. You can always email me, b at MainStreetTelegraph at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you like the show, go give us a rating on iTunes. And if you really love it, tell a friend. Goodbye for now, and happy Halloween.